Yowale homegirls, what's up and welcome to another episode of the Hello Loca Online Talk Radio Show. This is your hostess, Miss Crazy, checking in on this fine Thursday, February the 3rd, 2022. Now, before we begin, per usual, let me go ahead and give you a quick rundown of my social media in case you happen to stumble upon this podcast and you don't know who this is. You can follow me or find me on Twitter where I'm usually at under Miss Crazy, that's M-S-K-R-A-Z-I-E. On Instagram under Hello Loca and my boutique on there, Shop Hello Loca. The website where you can get beautiful jewelry for my beautiful homegirls and homeboys, HelloLoca.com. And the Miss Crazy music side of me, MissCrazy.com. Now, without further ado, let's get into today's conversation, which is part two of my LA trip, you guys. And I'm trying to do this as fast as I can so I can try to fit in as many details as possible, but while trying to keep it 30 minutes. So I don't know, you know, if I have to do another part three, then we'll go ahead and do that. Okay, so if you have not listened to part one, please go ahead and listen to it. It is the episode before this one. That way you can know exactly what I'm talking about because I don't want to repeat everything I said on part one. Okay, so the night before I was supposed to leave to LA, which was... Wednesday, because remember my show was going to be on January 28th. That's a Friday. I was going to leave on Thursday, but I was getting my stuff ready on or finishing getting my stuff ready on Wednesday. So you guys, okay, I thought I had everything ready. I thought it was going to be super easy because I'm like, okay, well, it's just one show as opposed to how when we used to go on tour, it used to be, you know, various shows for that weekend and I had to take extra clothes and all this stuff, you know. So I thought it was just going to be as easy as just getting my stuff and go, but no, because one thing that I hadn't really thought about was making sure that I left everything here in my household that has nothing to do with my clothes and my package packing ready and that means leaving the clothes for the kids ready for school because you know I was going to leave Thursday morning and the kids still have school on Thursday and Friday you know and I'm usually the one that gets them ready so I hadn't left anything prepared for my husband you know and and I started thinking about it uh, thinking of him scrambling and you know the mom guilt started like creeping in and as I continued pack packing my stuff um Wednesday night the guilt kept getting stronger and stronger you know um I started like feeling selfish and that will be an episode on its own you guys because mom guilt for any woman that is a career um girl a career girl (laughs) that sounds that sounded so bad um you guys know what i'm talking about (laughs) a career girl that sounded like a mole you know but anyway i started realizing that i hadn't left anything here ready and i started feeling selfish because I was so worried about me, 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 this show and this and this and that, that I had not prepared anything else. 
you know, and my kids, they have like set, we have a set routine in this household, especially like going to sleep, their pajamas, you know, just everything. And I started thinking like, oh my God, I'm going to leave. And as it was, I was already feeling like some type of way, you guys, because I hadn't left in so long, you know, and now that I was leaving for this show, like the kids were going to need to be babysat and that was going to throw them out of their routine, out of their comfort zone, you know? Um, and with my husband working, I mean, he can only do so much. So that started setting in, but I continued packing and, you know, doing my thing and then I also at that at that time like but you know what you guys let me go ahead and just leave that for another episode because that is a whole you know different um thing but yes as I continue packaging my stuff packing my stuff uh to go on my LA trip I started realizing that I had bought a bunch of useless bs you guys I don't know, like, te digo, when I started prepping for this show, I was acting brand new. I was acting like if I had never done a fucking show, like if I never knew what I needed to take to a show. And I bought a bunch of stuff, like stuff, I don't mean clothes, you know, oh, gracias a Dios, hubiera sido bueno, hubiera sido that I would have bought a ton of clothes. No, I bought a lot of dumb stuff. Like, tell me why. <laughs> I had like four um, carry-on duffel bags that I bought just for this trip. Four or five, probably five of them because the purse, purse, quote-unquote purse that I bought is the size of a fucking duffel bag. Because I, I think, okay. <laughs> because, okay, you guys. So I rarely carry a purse. You know, 99.9% of the time, I don't carry a purse. That 1% of the time, it's only because I'm going somewhere and I have to aparentar to be normal. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, I don't. And when I do, it's like a big purse. Like, think the size of a... Um, one of those baby bags. Because I... I don't know. I just like, I like big purses. You know, what can I say? And if they're like um, floppy, you know, like those slouchy, uh, not hard material type of purses. I love that. I love those. I think they're comfy and I could fit whatever in there. And if I decide to, you know, go shopping while I'm wearing that purse, that serves as somewhere to carry the stuff I buy. So I bought this quote unquote purse. And it's the size, like I, I tell you, like of a, of a baby bag, tirándole a duffel. I bought one of those and then I bought the other three were like actually duffel bags. And then I bought the suitcase because, I mean, I no longer had a suitcase. I trashed all the suitcases when we moved. But all those, you know, in my defense, you guys, those suitcases that I had ya estaban dando en las últimas ya vergüenza, you guys. You know, um, as it is at the airport, I mean, they throw them. 
I, I'm not the believer of, you know what, let me buy something fancy because this and that. No, because the airport personnel will throw that shit, you know. So, no, I just wanted una que estuviera, you know, good quality-wise so that it wouldn't bust open. Because I do pack, I might not, you know, um, have all these suitcases and carry all these things when I travel. I might be a light pack um, traveler. But that little light suitcase, I pack it to like, it would bust open if it was like a bad quality. That's what I mean. So anyway, I started noticing that I had bought a bunch of useless stuff. I ended up, you guys, just using the rolling suitcase. That's it. I didn't use any of the other duffels that I bought. You know que? Gastadera de dinero lo way. Am I returning them? The fuck yes I am because... It's useless. And then the, the thing is, you guys, that I think that was my stress shopping. One of the duffel bags, I bought it twice. Like, it's the same duffel bag twice. Why? You know? Um, so I started noticing that. And then I also started noticing that I have, like, that I'm like in hardcore need of some nude lipsticks. I had like a few that I was gifted. But I feel like if I had a chance to go to the store and like eye them. Like regular lipsticks, not liquid lipsticks. I don't know. Lately I've been feeling some type of way about liquid lipsticks. But maybe that's because my lips right now are like dry as fuck. And like super swollen because of the whole lip filler things. And my lip cracked this morning, you guys. Yes, it did. I was planning on taking pictures today for you guys. Pero pues, that didn't happen. The minute my lip cracked, I was like, no. I got to wait until these lips, you know, go down a little bit. So I started noticing I need some. Because todos los colores que tenía, you guys, estaban para la, you know what? Um, I I figured out that I have, a, I have like quite a few eyeshadow palettes, you guys. And beautiful eyeshadow palettes that I have also been gifted by, like, homegirl brands. Like, oh, my God, you guys. Una chulada. Like, I just, I was in awe because of how talented all these girls are. Like, in this day and age, 2022, you got to get with it, homegirl. If you have a brand, I mean, the shoes to fill are, you know, some fucking red bottoms. You know, they are no longer payless, you guys. Pero anyway, um, I started packing and then, okay, so eventually I was done with that. And then I started to get everything ready, you know, to leave here. Like, for example, I started doing all the laundry that needed to be done in case like um, they needed this and this and that extra for school or, you know, for like the babysitting thing. And next thing you know, it's already 5.30 in the morning. Now, mind you, my flight is going to... I have to be at the airport by like no later than 8. And I still have to sleep. Like I still haven't slept. So I was like, okay, so do I go to sleep like this? Just like a quick hour? Because I have to wake up to get these kids ready for school. And then leave. But I still wasn't done prepping everything to leave everything here ready for my absence, you know? And the guilt started setting in once again. Um, 
I took a nap. I woke up at 6.30, started getting my kids ready. And they started asking me if I was going to leave and if they were, I was going to be here when they came back from school. And I just, I couldn't handle it. And I said, yes, I am. I'm going to be here when you guys come back from school. I'm not leaving today until tomorrow. So that at that moment, I knew the decision had been made that I was going to switch my flight for Friday. You know, so now I wasn't going to arrive in L.A. a day before the show. I was going to arrive in L.A. the actual day of the show. Now, doing that has always proven dangerous for me because I know how I am. Always running, you know, behind the clock. Always like, algo me falta. Something goes wrong. And I need all the time I can get. So usually when I get to a city, I like to get there at least the day before. You know, um, just in case, just in case I need to go, I don't know, you know, just in case I'm going to wear open shoes and I, and I need to go get a petty, um, just in case all the stuff that I never get to finish when I'm here at the house. If I have to go to Sephora when I get there, or, you know, just or if I don't have something to wear and I'm depending on when I get to that city. I mean, everything has happened. Um, and. But you know what, you guys, at that moment, like I was like, no, this is like the right thing. I I'm not ready to leave like I'm not ready to leave. Uh, I still have a lot of stuff I need to do here so that I can leave comfortably, that I can leave knowing that my kids and my husband are all organized here, you know. And so I went ahead and I I changed my flight for for Friday the earliest flight on Friday to leave to LA. And with that decision, my hair appointment in LA was automatically canceled. That is why I mentioned in the last episode that um, I lost my deposit. And it was it's okay, you know, that's not their fault. And it's not their fault, you know? So I wasn't even bitter about losing the deposit. I was more like, not mad at myself, but kind of like disappointed in myself at the fact that now I was going to be, I was going to have to scramble to find someone else when I got there. And, but you know what I said? It, that's LA, you know, everyone over there gets their hair done. It's more popping than, than, you know, the scene is more popping than over here. So it's going to be, you know, it'll be cool. I'll find someone. Okay. Bad idea. Okay. Bad idea. Um, so anyway, I went ahead and I changed flights and I passed out. Um, and then I woke up, I started getting everything ready and I finished getting everything ready to where, you know, the next day in the morning, I was way more comfortable knowing that everything was set here. And I got, you know, my little cosillas and I went straight to the airport, um, And when I got there, I started looking for a hair girl in L.A. And I kept coming across like issues, you know, either they wouldn't check their DMs 
and I needed an answer fast. That's the thing. Like I couldn't be waiting on you. Like if I sent sent you a DM asking like, do you have any openings? You know, I'm gonna be there, and I have this and this time available. Are you able to see me? And two three hours would pass by, and you still don't open your DM or whatever. You know, I can't be waiting. So I had to to be hitting people up constantly, like different people, and um. And I went on every platform, you guys, on the marketplace. Even I went on Craigslist, you guys. How desperate is that? I mean, Craigslist 2022. Um, and and I was coming, you know, up with dead ends. Like, either they wouldn't open their DMs or they wouldn't text back um, or they didn't have any appointments or they didn't do hair extensions, you know? Um, but it was mostly, we have no appointments. And of course, you know, who's gonna the same day, like I'm looking for a hair appointment the same day. And on top of that, I only have certain times available that you can do my hair. Like I was getting, you know, extra picky right there. So of course, you know, who the fuck was going to have time and on my time at that, you know, so I understood, um, but I, I kept looking like all through my flight, even when I was waiting for my luggage, I was like calling different places. And finally, like I got my luggage and um, Justin Loca, who was already in L.A. because he had arrived on Thursday. See, we were supposed to arrive together and I left him in L.A. and I told him, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I'm not going to be able to get there on Thursday. I'm like, I I feel like I'm like slacking it on you. But he understood. And um, but anyway, so he picked me up from the airport. But at that moment, like I knew that the chances were slim that I was going to get my hair done. So in the back of my mind, there was that thing of like, you're going to have to work with what you got. And it sucked, you guys, because out of all times, like all times of me having my hair on point, this one, like right now, are you serious? And yep, you know, that's, but anyway, so I told, um, I told Justin for us to go get something to eat, you know, before we began. And he had already been telling me that the day prior he had tried to go eat at a few places and that they didn't let him in because, you know, of the whole vaccine mandate. I didn't know that California was that hardcore when it came to that. Like, you know, I'm coming from from a place that we can go eat inside a restaurant. There's no problem to go into a place where there's huge signs on the front doors that says that unless you are fully vaccinated and can show proof, you're not allowed in. So I said, you know what? I don't want to deal with that right now. So how about we go to the Santi Alley? And, you know, since that's like outdoors, they have little spots where you could eat outside. Like they have like the benches, super cool laid back environment and good food if you don't know what the santi alley in la is you guys aka los callejones it's this specific area at the la fashion district where oh my god you guys no te alcanza un pinche dia a whole day to look there were so many things to see you guys even to this day right now as i'm speaking to you i am like already planning on a trip out there in within the next couple of weeks just to go walk 
the Santi Alley, just to shop the Santi Alley. You know, while, while other people want to go to Rodeo Drive, I want to go to the Santi Alley. Tienen un chingo de cosas, you guys. Oh my God, this these clothes, these outfits that are like, oh my God. You know, like just bomb ass fuck, all kinds of makeup. And I found these like, oh my God, you guys, even thinking about it. But anyways, um, we ended up eating at a little spot right there. And I was a little bit disappointed. I'm not going to lie to you because that little spot had been one of my favorites forever. Every single time that I would get a chance to go out there, I would visit that little spot. And I... I'm going to blame it on the whole COVID thing and how it changed my taste buds somewhat to where maybe the food is still good. It's just that I don't like it anymore. And that's what happened. So si me quedé con hambre, I was like, okay, you know what? Fuck that. After I'm done with the alley, we're going to go eat some some other food, like whatever. Um, but anyway, so that happened with the, the eating thing. But anyway, so we continued, you know, walking around the Santi Alley, looking at all these like goodies and clothes and stuff what i did notice that was a little bit like that i hadn't noticed before and oh my god i just got a flashback you guys oh my god but i have to say it remember you guys that this is my this is like my audio diary audio journal for my own remember uh, memoirs and when i want to hear these episodes you know 20 years from now hopefully this is still you know this program is still available so i could hear my stuff but anyways i remember um if you ask me like what's one memory of the santiales that you have and the first thing that will pop in my head is a bad experience and it is a bad experience because at my heaviest you know, probably, well, not my heaviest, because my heaviest was, and I always have this number, which is 305 pounds. Um, no, this was around close to it, but not quite, probably like 280. Um, at around that weight, I needed a shirt for some pictures that I needed to take. And I went to the Santiali. And I remember seeing this really nice black halter top. It was a black halter top that had like a, I believe what the, it's called, a cowl neck, like a draping neck line to it. Um, the neckline would be like draping like to a little bit of, like under your boobs like that. And, and then it had a, a black bra underneath attached. So it would have like a, yeah, it was, well, hopefully you guys get, you know, the image. And it was stretchy material. It was that stretchy, really thin material. And I saw it on a mannequin and I was like, you know, that one right there. And I remember asking like walking in there and asking um like what sizes did they have available of, of that sh of that shirt and she told me the sizes and i believe they had up to an xl and given the material of it 
I knew it would fit. Um, it was super, super stretchy. And I went ahead and I told the, the lady, you know, that I was going to get that one. And she straight up told me, oh my God, you guys, but I, I mean, this is for my own memory's sake and for anybody that can relate to this fucking shit. And the lady, una chinilla, she was like, that it wasn't going to fit. Like, number one, I wasn't even asking her opinion about it. Number two, what's it to her if it fits or if it doesn't? Like, but the thing is, you guys, the way that she said it and just her saying it. And you have a low self-esteem at that point and you get what she's saying right away. It was like, and I like just brushed it off at that moment. I paid for the shirt. I got it and I walked away. But I'll always remember that. Like always remember like the way that she said it, her whole vibe, um, just nasty, you know. But yeah, you know, that's what happened. So now to be able to, to go to the, the alley. And to not feel like that. Because I felt like that for the longest time after that happened. I felt like that. Um, matter of fact, I don't think I went that that often after that. Uh, and if I did, it wasn't to look at the closed sections anymore. Now it was just when we would stop by there to go eat to that little spot. Or to get any of the like fruit little snack stuff that they had like on the side of the of the road in that area or to look at i don't know like the purses or the makeup or whatever but clothing stores after that happened your girl was scarred and i stayed away so for me to now be able to go to that area to walk into these clothing shops and not feel like they're gonna be thinking what that chinita was thinking that at that point is a blessing and it shouldn't be because it's fucked up and I think how many other girls get treated like like I got treated at that point How many other girls have walked into those little clothing stores only to be side-eyed or something rude told to them like it was told to me? Just by simply looking at the clothes, you know, or, or worse, like we don't have your size or whatever, or I don't know, or not letting them try on the stuff. You know, it's fucked up, but that's reality. Reality is that we are a very visual society. We care about looks and looks fucking matter. You know, so that's the sad reality of the world we live in. But yes, to be able to now go and not feel like that's what's happening and feel uncomfortable walking into those places. I thank God for that, for giving me the opportunity to live live that experience of shopping comfortably there um because mind you guys um a good you know 
nine out of ten of the stores that I walked into on this trip, the sizes they carried were only small through large. You know, if you are anything above that, you are screwed on at most of these stores. Um, I did walk into one plus size store, one, and I saw why. I saw why there's like, you know, I don't know whose fault it is. I don't know if it's the people making the clothes. I don't know if it's the people designing the clothes or if it's just a lack of interest of like, fuck it, just give them a trash bag and let them rock that shit. Like, no, the clothes does not compare. The styles do not compare. The clothes is ugly by the most part. Like, why do they do us like that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Even the way the cut, the pants were cut, because check, check this out. So I came across a couple of those fake leather pants that I told you guys that I was like um, hoping to find at the alleys. I came across a few of those at the regular stores, like the size uh, S through L. But, you know, like, given my behind, like, I know my my waist fits it, an L. But my whole behind situation, you know, I may not have the biggest booty yet. <laughs> but, you know, I am a tall girl and my frame is not small. So I don't want them to be super tight back there because... Number one, like, if it's an L, I'm already pushing it. I'm more comfortable in an XL. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I don't want them getting squished. I mean, as it is, I don't have, you know, a huge behind. But come on, you know, help a home girl. So I was a little bit mm, worried about the L's. Um, so then at this plus I store there, I seen they had, you know, a 1x i don't know if 1x is xl right should we anyway so they had one and then unfortunately i don't know if it's if it was all the stores but this one they said you can try on the stuff but on top of your clothes like whatever so i went ahead and i tried on those those fake leather leggings on top of my pants number one they were still loose all over the place and they were loose all over the place. And um, the bottom on the ankle part was loose, which you guys know that that was like a big thing for me. Um, the cut of it, the cut of them in general was, was not a favorable one. And that's when I realized, like, you know what, like, los hacen a lo bueno más, like, are they seriously just do, trying to do us like that, like, I don't know, I, I pictured those, those that I tried on were, must have been for the image that the designers or whoever is doing these, these cuts has, which is someone short, big from the stomach, big from the hips, big from the thighs you know like that and and that's not the reality for a lot of us you know i know a lot of homegirls like myself que estamos acá para la chingada but we're trying <laughs> but we're trying to fix it but that's what we were given you know and i was like okay so 
maybe, you know, I can take the L after all. Like, you know, take the L, looking how <laughs> how loud that sounded. But um, so I ended up not getting those, of course. But I looked around and I seen, you know, that the clothes was ugly compared to the other stores that had regular clothes. Nombre, las otras, las, los otros lugares, they had like these outfits that were like, you know, like for like dancers or something that you would see these Instagram baddies um, rocking like shit, you know, like I was telling Justin and Justin was telling me like, this is the reason why God did not bless us with a banging body from birth. Why? Because we would be running a fucking muck in all of those clothes. Girls, yo andaria half naked all the time. Like no fucks given you guys, you know, I know I'm a mom, but no, <laughs> Guys, I mean, like, these outfits were, like, sexy as fuck. Like, I mean, I, when I rock something or I do something to myself, it's because when I look in the mirror, you guys, I want to like what I see. I want to be turned on by what I see in the mirror. Not what, you know, no, you know, what I consider sexy, what I consider beautiful. And all those outfits just, you know, spoke my name and in another life you know um so i'm like oh my god like this this is where all those you know instagram girls get their clothes from because a lot of outfits were pretty you guys beautiful outfits i also saw some um um what are they those called they're not onesies the whole thing you guys um bodysuits but like the whole thing <laughs> i don't know what but you guys get it And I'm going to wear one of these, one of those this year. Like that is a must. I don't care. I am going to wear that and I'm going to put that belt that has chains on it and it's going to look good. Just you wait. You know, that is the goal. Um, but yeah, I didn't find the leggings, you guys. So that automatically that was a fail and I had to fall back on the extra outfit that I had brought, which is the one that you guys saw me wearing to the show in LA um which was not a bad outfit you guys but it just it could have been better um I don't know to some of you it might have looked like a hot mess some people liked it I know I, I have this one dude that I honestly I don't know who he is I'm not gonna it's not trying to be a bitch or whatever because I know that he's in the music as well too um But he kept telling me, he told me like two or three times like that he liked my outfit. I don't know if he was drunk or whatever, but you know that I thank him. That was a little self-esteem booster right there. But yeah, but that wasn't even the problem. The outfit with the hair, you guys, the fucking hair. Okay, so we're still at the Santiali at this point, but I'm already like, it's weighing over me. And I'm thinking like, shit, like I'm not going to have nobody to do my hair. Even at that point, I was still trying to call places that were around the Santiali, you guys, to no avail. And I was like, you know what? I couldn't, no, I couldn't even shop a gusto. You know, I, I know. So I said, let's go, let's go. But not before I try to get a cup, a fruit cup from this lady that was like right there by where, where we, where we parked. And you guys, this is like a, 
you know like the smallest cup that starbucks has i don't know what it's called if it's called a tall or whatever but the smallest one that they have picture that size of a cup now fill up that cup with cucumbers pepinos okay how much do you think the lady said that cup was no the cup was not you know no tenía chile and like chamoy and all hooked up no i'm talking about you get a pepino cucumber lo partes and you y lo echas inside of that cup until the cup is full and remember the size of the cup tell me why when i asked the lady she was like ten dollars I mean, I don't know how, how long has it been since I've been there, but $10 for that size and that type of fruit, like, do not do me like that, homegirl. I was shocked. I don't know, call me cheap, whatever, but 10 pinches dollars for una capa si no mames. Like, I knew then and there, like, you know what, let's just go because I'm already stressed the fuck out with the whole hair thing and... Yes, dollars for a fruit cup, like no manches, you know. I thought like at the most she was gonna say five, seven. Hey, let's let's do seven porque I know how the situation is right now. We're all struggling. Pero yes, me vieron cara de qué, you know. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know if it was just that lady or if that's in general and people are gonna be hearing this and being like, dude, that's that's how it is everywhere. You know, and I'm over here like all shocked because here it's five bucks. But anywho. Okay, you guys. Well, unfortunately, we're already at 37 minutes and I'm going to have to do another part. So part three, look out for it coming up. Um, and I will be speaking on, let me see on my little list right here that I have what I'm about. Uh, so I can be going in order. Um, oh, on the next episode part three i'm gonna be talking about after we left the alley and started looking for a place to eat and how that went and how um heartbroken i felt over everything that's going on and how i felt like segregated and yeah because we you know couldn't enjoy sitting together with friends and enjoying a meal You know, like we didn't have that privilege to do that. Um, and then I will, of course, be talking about when we got to the hotel and started getting ready for, for the show and how, you know, all of that. And then we're going to go into the actual show and how that went and everything else. We still have a lot to talk about, you guys. Um, I made a list, like I said, so I wouldn't forget uh, the pointers to talk about in order. We are at... Let me see. We are at number 13 and I have a total of 40 pointers. Okay, so we're at number 13. Okay, you guys, with that said, let me go ahead and let you go. Hopefully, se la estén pasando chingón. It's almost the weekend, you guys. Orale pues, se me cuidan. This is your homegirl, Miss Crazy, checking out al ratos.